the word of the Lord from 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when, we, when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our grace gospel proclamation comes from the epistle of 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, that serves as the basis of our theme for All Saints Day observed. How many we lost. A father's love. That's not what we talk about in our culture these days. As depicted in movies or TV shows, fathers are typically the bumbling, unaware, and mostly uninvolved member of the family, if not flat-out derelict in their duties or even in some extreme cases, downright abusive. Mothers get their due most of the time. They're the ones keeping it together. They're the superheroes of the family's activity schedule. They are present with good counsel and a loving hug when you need it, and they hold down a job to boot, making up for the deadbeat or absent father. When I worked in inner-city ministry in Walnut Park in St. Louis, affectionately referred to as the war zone by the locals, I knew a lot of kids that had no fathers present in their lives at all. And someone once suggested you should not bring up the Heavenly Father around them because they would not understand it or have a negative view of God as Father because their fathers were not good fathers. I couldn't disagree more, especially with the boys. I found that they yearned to hear about this Father and wanted to talk endlessly about how God the Father was their Father too. Even though their fathers were absent or not good fathers, they immediately recognized the perfection of their heavenly father and were drawn to him as the ideal they never had before, but would always have in him. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, John, the elder, today in our epistle lesson, shows us this true fatherly love that showers down on us, his little children. Love showers down from God, making us something we were not without his love for us. God adopts us as his children, so we're no longer strangers and aliens in the kingdom of God. Rather, we are family. And being family means remembering his name. Pastor Ingle, the emeritus pastor at Grace in Jacksonville, used to use this very phrase every time his kids left the house for their evening activities as teenagers entrusted with the family car. As he would place the keys in their hands, he would lovingly make eye contact with them and say softly, but ever so firmly, remember your name. What he was communicating in a subtle way was that the Ingle name meant something in that North Jacksonville community. He had been a pastor there for some years and he wanted to make sure their behavior, when they were out, didn't do anything to tarnish what he had worked so hard to establish. A bit 
legalistic I will allow. But any parent that depends on the community for their livelihood knows their children can disrupt that trust and even their livelihood at the same time. So remembering who they are is important in that context. Remember your name, faith Lutheran crusaders. That's right. Remember that God has put his image on you through his son's death on the cross and subsequent resurrection of the dead through the waters of holy baptism that declared you his very own child. How you conduct yourself causes people who don't really know God to believe God is a simple reflection of who you are in public. When I was a scout, wearing that uniform helped me to embody the spirit of the 12 points of the scout law. Trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. Later, when I joined the Army and completed basic training, I knew I would be accountable for all the particulars of Army doctrine in every facet of my life. Maintain your military bearing, they would endlessly preach to us. And to this day, I cut my hair the same way and walked the same way they taught me to. I just knew, whether it was my Cub Scout blues with my beanie cap, or my Boy Scout uniform with my sash and red beret, or my Army Class A's, I just knew that anyone who saw the uniform, the expectations would be what that uniform said I was. Since scouting and the army are infinitely regimented and defined, I knew exactly what I was supposed to be and look like and could reasonably execute it every time I had the uniform on. But the reality is, I could take that uniform off anytime I wanted to. And no one would know. Save the savvy vets that saw the spit shine on my shoes and military compliant haircut. But except for them, I could act however I wanted to. For us today, John the Elder tells us there's another type of clothing that God put on you. And know this, whatever God puts on you, you never want to lose. For God the Father clothed you with his son Jesus who covers all your sin and redeems your eternal body and soul. Through the waters of holy baptism, you have been clothed in Christ's righteousness, frequently symbolized with a baptismal gown for babies or a pure white robe for adults. This same clothing we remind everyone of when we bring the urn or the coffin into church for a funeral, draping it over the remains of a loved one to remind everyone they were baptized and are now ready to rise to heaven and rest in their Savior's loving arms until that final judgment day. This projects us forward to the revelation we saw in the first reading with the white-robed saints who surround the throne of Christ, praise him without end for the eternal life he won for them, sacrificing himself on the cross in theirs and our place. And rising from the dead, he left a funeral pall of his own, neatly folded in the tomb. You know, there's an interesting tradition of why the cloth was neatly folded in the tomb that day. And it pertains to the master at the table, leaving the servants a clue as to whether he was finished with his meal. If it was bunched, that meant he was finished. 
if it was neatly folded and meant he intended to return. So obviously, many Christians make a big deal about Jesus folding the napkin for his face covering as just such an insinuation. And that's all well and good. I love it myself. But some have suggested it's all balderdash. And my personal contention is that we don't get that from Scripture, or as far as I'm aware, from any of the early church fathers either. What's important to recognize is what Scripture says concerning this tomb versus what the world says concerning the tomb and how that directly affects why the world does not know him and by extension does not know us either. Do you know who I am? Oh, many of us have seen those hilarious cops videos when entitled sons or daughters of famous politicians try to intimidate police officers who pulled them over for traffic violations. I saw this all the time on military bases when higher-ranking officers' wives would give the military police a hard time for pulling them over and found out very quickly, no one is above the uniform code of military justice. Oh, they wanted to make sure that the police officers and MPs alike knew immediately they should be let go because of their powerful relations. Well, it didn't work that way. My favorite show is when a police officer grew frustrated with a sassy teen's resistance and said, get out of the car. The kid stepped out defiantly, replying, do you know who my father is? The policeman didn't miss a beat and replied, why didn't your mother tell you? So much for using your family name. On the other hand, I have seen people mature beyond their years that had incredible pedigree and did the opposite of using it to their advantage. Rather, they diminished that pedigree and insisted they be treated like everybody else. Dakota Meyer, one of the most recent and maybe even most famous Medal of Honor recipients, demonstrated this faithfully. He was at a convention honoring military heroes and was asked to appear and sign his book, about how he earned the Medal of Honor, saving 36 combatants in battle in Afghanistan against overwhelming odds. 36 members went home to their families because he charged into a valley against orders to retreat several times to drag out as many as possible with guns blazing against hundreds of enemy combatants on the high ground all around him. But you will never hear him brag about how many he saved. He only says he didn't save enough. Well, he was wandering to his position at the show to tell his story. And some felt rope security guard said to him, Sir, you can't go in there. Dakota replied, I'm Dakota Meyer. The guard replied, I don't care who you are. You can't go in there. Dakota paused looked at him and replied, okay, and humbly walked back to his room to await the promoter's call to come when things were all straightened out. He even made it clear later he didn't want the security guard to get in trouble for his worrisome lack of knowledge for the key celebrity on campus. Too many Christians can have the arrogance of the sassy teenager when we get pushed around for basically being no one in the culture's eyes. Like they deserve better 
and want the seed of glory for themselves because the Lord of the universe is their Lord. But if the world does not know who the Lord is, why would they know who they are? Many more Christians know that if someone doesn't know them, they must not know Jesus. And that changes everything. Then we endeavor to share Jesus with them, making sure we serve them so they can know him and thereby really know us too. Because we never want to brag about how many we saved. Obviously, Jesus did that. We want to make sure we keep serving so we don't have to think about how many may be lost. Now may that peace which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus always. Amen.